Good morning, everyone. Exciting day today. Good morning. All right. I just printed this out. The second goes something like this. First of all, today is the 27th day. The Oimer, Ayoim Shiva Vesrim Yoim Shem Shloisha Shavois Vishishoyo Mim Ba Oimer Ola Oimer. So it goes like this. It says, um, we read an email yesterday from Mendel Mitz from Argentina. Hi, Ellie. A great team crew. I hope all is well. Great cheer today. Baruch thank you. I've been in touch with Yeshua. Reached out to me. I'm Mendel, your participant from Buenos Aires. You mentioned and read out my email today's shir. I noticed that there was no sponsor for today's shir. Do you have a sponsor for tomorrow's shir already? I look forward to hearing you from you shortly. Thank you, Mendel. So today's shir is sponsored in honor of Reb Eli. Yosef, Yeshua, Ruven, Gary. Please specify the names of all the team crew, as Ellie mentioned, should be done in today's shir, to be hung up on the board. I mentioned it, so he put the pressure on for all of your hard work and dedication in making this incredible shir happen every day. Yeshkoyach Reb Mendel. So beautiful. So, um, I called up Yosef. I said we got to get a, a chart together. So, first of all, this is the main crew right here. It's the whole Eilam. It is the whole Shear. Every day, 80 to 100 guys in the base Medrash, and now on Zoom, V'chulu, V'chulu. Now, this is what our graphics director, Nehemiah Seltzer, put together from 12.30 in the morning till I don't know when, till 1.30 in the morning. Here's an official... Crew list. I'll go through it real quickly. I don't know if it's in any particular order because Gary should be up here somewhere. But you did your Kramer. Ellie's Rebbe and Chavrusa, right over here. Nachman Seltzer, advisor, MC, and CM coordinator. Noam Fix, Philip Magachir, CM coordinator, right over here. You guys see what he looks like? Okay. We have Menachem Mata. Fill in Magichir, I'm going to add, an official question asker and 10-minute warning giver. Yeshua Aaron Price. Oh, Yeshua Aaron Price, right over here. He should also be somewhere in the top. General manager and coffee house specialist barista, Yosef Biliak. He's the guy that helped put this together last night, grabbing the pictures. He's our COO, WhatsApp coordinator, sends out... All the 8-minute stuff at 2 in the morning. Ruven Shait didn't want to send a picture in, so he got him during the sheer. He's the uh, video editor. Avi Kamiansky. And by the way, all these guys, I'm not going to go into each and every, every single one of these guys works every single day for the sheer. There are three people on here that get paid minimally. Nobody in their right mind will work for the amount of money that they work for. We're not going to go into who, what, where, but the R3, try to figure it out yourself. Ruben Chait, video editor, Avi Kamiansky, CFO, any large donations, putting together the Amuta and all that other stuff goes through Avi. Yisachar Bram, web advisor, he's the guy that just had a baby boy, he helped us immensely with YouTube. Mordechai Seltzer, when we are in our base measures, he's the guy on the main camera and putting things through and, and he's... IT support specialist, Gary Bemoshe, all the way down here, but really, he's a vice president. He helped put the building together. He helps every single day. I can't tell you how many times he came to my house, one in the morning. He was here dealing with an Arab contractor yesterday whose tiles fell off the wall, and he wants to get paid, and we don't want to pay him, and we do have to pay him. Nehemiah Seltzer, the guy that put this together, he does the Sphere um, and graphic stuff. Then we have here, Moshe Chaim Stefanski, our official executive chef. He uh, does barbecues. He does the, the, every single week, he does a chum for us on Thursday night. And then, of course, we have Judah David, our official singer. He's the song starter, official singer, together with Nachman Seltzer. There are a few other guys. There's Leon Welcher from uh, South Africa that's on almost every day. He's the guy that did the app. He's in charge of the app, and he does the LE Classics. You should look it up. It's, it's some interesting stuff. 
Anyway, so that's the crew. If you want to know what the crew is, oh, I should hang this up, really. Here we go. We got a board out. We got to make, and he promised to make a nicer one, better graphics, but that's what he was able to put together at one in the morning. Yishkoyach, Reb Nechemiah Seltzer. Here we go. By the way, not related to Nachman Seltzer, but yes, related to Mordechai Seltzer. They are brothers, the uh, IT guys. Okay, so we have that. We got that out of the way. And they'll be there with us, Be'ezer Hashem. Do we have time for any more? Ah, real quickly. Dear Rebelli, you and your amazing team have done so much to, take a, to make us part of the Chabura. Even time shifting on YouTube, we feel like we're in the room with everyone. That should extend to Tehillim at the end. Until you cut us off every day. Please, the extra 22 seconds to finish Shira Malis will not make people think the Shira is too long. As I once said, that's why I cut them off. But it does frustrate me and all of us YouTubers. We want to feel like we're part of the Chabur, and that includes saying Tehillim for Achenu B'nai Yisrael, Shloimi Rosenberg. Now, Shloimi Rosenberg is the self-appointed ambassador of all remoteniks, as he once wrote in an email. And because of him, he wrote a different email telling me that I don't look directly at the camera at the eight-minute daft. That was months ago. So because he's such a, he's, he's the ambassador of the remoteniks. I mean, he said so himself. So we might have to listen to him. We might have to add the Tehillim. And finally, Rabbi said, please send in some pictures. It's been a while since I got a picture from anyone. I love this one. This one is cute. It's great. It says like this. This guy's from Antwerpen, Belgium. The people that speak seven languages. It says, my daughter also enjoys Yishir. She saw the picture and asked to print it. See attached photo. The daughter is drawing on an eight-minute daft picture. I think it's great stuff. All right, we're a little bit behind. We're holding, I don't know, two, four, six, eight lines from the bottom of daf Samachom and Beis. Verebi Matiracheva. We had, when it comes to a shoe, a sandal amesumer, this sandal you're not allowed to wear on Shabbos. Talking about this guy, how many nails can you have and it's still considered a decoration, and not for l'chazik to strengthen the shoe. So Rabbi says seven. We have a contradiction. It says 13 nails. You know, to have to say that when the shoe is uneven and you want to lift up the shoe, you add a couple more nails, you're allowed up to 13. And nobody's going to think that you're doing it to strengthen the shoe. Once I come on to that answer, if you remember yesterday, we had a question on Rabbi Yochanan. He came up with five nails, just like in this picture. But where's the five? Whoever says five, we have a sheet of seven, we have a sheet, but we're five. So we, we found a Tana called Reb Nuhayroi, and we said, Rabbi Yochanan goes like Reb Nuhayroi. We don't have to say that anymore. Maybe Reb Nassan, who said seven, is talking about a shoe that's uneven, and Rabbi Yochanan will agree to him. He'll say, usually five is the limit. If the shoe is uneven, you could go up to seven. Omer of Masno, Vamilo Omer of Chad, Chadvoy Bar Masno, Omer of Masno, Eina Lachikir Belazer Reb Shimon. Belazer Shimon, as we had yesterday, if you're going to use one of these shoes that has nails in it to lift up your bed, like you lift up a bed with an egg, or you're going to use it to shut a jar closed, top off a jar so nothing falls into it. That's okay. Comes with Lazar Rav and says, it's not okay. What's the problem? You might see it on your jar in Shabbos. You're holding it. You're putting it, oh, you know what? I need to walk outside. You put it on your foot. Gzeira. Says the Gemara, that Allah is not like Rav Lazar Rav Why do you have to tell me that? Anytime you have one against many, that Allah is like the, the Rabbim. So that Allah is not like Rav Shimon Lazar. Well, he's saying a very nice, logical explanation, and he has good reason, it's common sense. Once you're holding on to the shoe, maybe that itself will give you tsar, for whatever the reason is, it should be aser. Kamash Malon, look, he's a yachid, we don't go by him. Om Reb says Reb Isure. if I didn't have a nickname, that I'm this makel rabbi, you want to get a kula, go to me, 
Sharina Beituva, I would allow more nails. It's a whole sugi about nails. How many nails? Five, seven, ten. We're, we're coming to an end with this now. He says, I would allow many more. Vikama. What's many more? Bipumpadisa Amrin Esim Arba, 24, they say in Pumpadisa. Basura Amrin Esim Vishtartan. Either, either 22 or 24. I guess this was very, very important stuff. Because Rav Nachman comes and says, look, I have a simon. You want to remember that in Surah they said 22 verses 24 in Pumbudisa. At the Asam in Pumbudisa, the Surah, if Reb was walking from Bavel to Eretz Yisrael, which he did, he took a trip, and he's walking with his shoes, and he's wearing out his shoes. So when he gets from Pumbudisa and he gets to Surah, it's inevitable that two of the nails are going to be worn out. That's how you remember. You go from more nails to fewer nail, nails because first you start at Pumbadisa on your way to Israel, you pass by Surah. By that time, you're going to be missing two nails, brand new sugya. You said in the Mishnah, a person is not allowed to walk out doors on Shabbos with one shoe. Rashi gives two explanations. Either because people might think that you are carrying the second shoe, or because people will make fun of you and they'll say, ha, look at that funny guy walking with a funny shoe, one shoe, and you're going to be embarrassed. You'll take off that shoe and walk in Rishul Sarab. We have to remember this because how does it fit into our sugi now? So the Mishnah says you cannot walk with that one shoe if you don't have a wound. Says the Gemara, I love Samachalaf Amadalaf. You know why? First of all, we are 60 daf into Mesech the Shabbos. Amazing. 60 daf. Also, it's my initials, Stefanski Eli. It's great daf. If you have a wound, you could go out with one shoe. So you think it's that easy. By the way, I just want to tell you how great our Chabura is, our whole Chabra. We have a kid online almost every single day. His name is Yoel Bergman from Chicago. Yoel Bergman, I don't know, I think he's like 14 years old. I don't know if it was a bigger tzaddik, him, that he stays up every night, or his mom who sits right next to him making sure that he doesn't do anything illegal on the internet. She stays up till 1, 2 in the morning with him, every, so he could learn Tyra. But Yoel Bergman wanted one of our coffee mugs that we gave out at the, at the last seum. Oh, here, here's Yoel Bergman and his, and his cup. Hey Yoel, he's showing it off. So one of our great friends, Michael Cohen, the lawyer, who came to visit us in MDY, in the base marriage, sent it to him in the mail. Took his own mug. <laughs> the poor guy, now he doesn't have a mug. Well, I might have an extra one. I don't know. We'll have to try to get it to him. How did Michael Cohen get a mug? Because Yeshua Aaron Price decided he needs a mug. So he went and he found his daughter in a seminary, drove down there, gave his daughter the mug, and his daughter brought home the mug. Kids, okay, so we've got crazy people in this year. Unbelievable. Camaraderie. So y'all, y'all, what, y'all, you drink coffee, y'all? Just say yes or no, you don't have to answer me. No, you don't drink coffee. He doesn't drink coffee, but he wants a coffee mug. Givaldic. Don't ask me why. He doesn't want the watch, but he wants it. No, he wants a watch also. He asked me once for a watch. Says the Gemara, What shoe could you go out with? He could, he's wearing one shoe. Is he wearing the shoe on the foot with a wound? Or the foot without a wound? And guess what the answer is? Where's Hill Kamiansky? The answer is, it's a machloikis. Ravuna says, only on the foot that has a wound could you wear one shoe. Why? Why does a person wear a sandal in those days? To prevent injury. You don't want to step on glass or anything like that. So to prevent injury, you wear a sandal. And therefore, why is he wearing that one shoe? Because he doesn't want to get injured. But nobody's going to say or make fun of him. So what are the two reasons in Rashi? They're going to say, oh, he's carrying a second shoe. Nobody's going to say he's carrying a second shoe. Why? Because they see he's limping. He's limping. Oh, the reason why he's wearing one shoe is because he doesn't want to injure that foot that's injured. Obviously, he has a good reason why he's wearing one shoe. And they're not going to make fun of him either because he has a good reason. Great. He's allowed to wear a shoe on the foot that doesn't have a wound. Something like what we do today. Why do we wear shoes? Because we're spoiled. We want it to be soft on our feet. We're not that concerned about the stones or whatever. So you wear a shoe for 
your own enjoyment. So again, people are going to see that he's wearing one shoe, and they're going to see that he has a limp. They understand the reason why he's not wearing his second shoe is because he has a good reason. Nobody will make fun of him, and nobody will be him that he's carrying his other shoe. But let's say he was wearing his shoe, according to this mandomer, on the bad foot. There will be a problem. So Rabbi Yochanan tells Rav Shemim Bar Abba, go get me my shoes. So he brought him one shoe, the right shoe. Says Rabbi Yochanan to Rav Shemim Bar Abba, you just made me as if I'm injured. So there's a whole cheshben here. Rabbi Yochanan, as we're going to see in a second, holds that what shoe do you put on? You put on your left shoe first. If he by mistake put on a right shoe, or he put on a right shoe because that's all he had, he will not put on his left shoe because you have to put on the left shoe first. And if I put on my right shoe, then it's too late. I don't have an option. I can't put my left shoe on after I put on my right shoe. Therefore, you just made me as if I'm injured. Who could wear one shoe? A person that's injured. And the Gemara understands what foot is he referring to? The foot that's injured. If you just the simple language in Rabbi Yechanan, that foot that I am trying on this shoe, I'm putting on this shoe, is as if it has a wound. So you see that Rabbi Yechanan holds, like Rav Huna, that holds that the foot that you put on the one shoe is the foot that has a maka. You hear what's going on here? One more time. Rabbi Yechanan holds, you put on the left shoe first. So if he gave him a right shoe, and he put on the right shoe, then he cannot put on the left shoe halachically. Therefore, you made me as if I'm injured on one foot. Which foot? The foot that I put on the shoe is the foot that's injured. Asi soy maka. Says the Gemara, not a great raya. It doesn't say what foot you made a maka. Maybe he holds that you put the shoe on the good foot, not the foot that's injured. Asi soy small maka. Asisai is referring not to the foot I'm putting on my shoe, but the other foot. Okay, just so you understand, the Mesha Chachma takes from this one line, and this is a, the Chachma of a Gadol, he takes from this one line, he goes, Since Rabbi Yechanan said, Havli Misanai, go fetch me my shoes. Now, oh, you need to know that Rabbi Shemim Bar Abba was a Kayan. So you lie to tell a Kayan to go do work for you if you are a Rebbe. He goes to a whole cheshman. There's a little bit of an issue because Rabbi Yechonin is also a Kayan. Isn't a Kayan allowed to tell another Kayan? It says, You have to treat a Kayan with respect. But what if you're a Kayan? A Kayan doesn't have to treat another Kayan. You could have another Kayan do. That's what the Bir Alacha says. Perhaps the Meshachachma holds, Meshachachma holds that, no, a Kayan is not allowed to use another Kayan. Anyway, just to show that you take two words and you can make a whole shtickle tire from it. Anyway, says the Gemara. Beautiful sugi here. Just like tefillin, if you are a righty, you take your tefillin, put it on your left arm, and you wrap your arm. So just like tefillin, you do on your left hand, so too, your shoes should be, so sew to your shoe, put on your shoe, your left shoe first. What is the connection between shoes and tefillin? Just like tefillin you do on your left, so too your shoe. Brings the Rebekah Eger, an amazing pshat. You're going to love this pshat. Oh no, look who I see here. Rabbi Epstein himself. Daniel Epstein, Shalom Aleichem, I missed you, 50 days I haven't seen you, unbelievable, thank you for joining us today. He comes, he sits next to me every day, but since Zoom, since the whole Corona, he had to help his wife, I don't know what kind of excuses, now he's on, I appreciate it, I'm Moichli for all of the time, by the way, if you haven't done those 50 daf, I'm sure you did, but let's say you're one of those guys, skip them, 50 daf you could also skip, and we're starting a beautiful look, we're talking about shoes today, beautiful sugis, you're going to love today's daf, it's a perfect daf. Says Rabbi like this. He brings an Amik Hamelach. I have to say, I have to say this because it's a beautiful pshat. It says in the Gemara Saitan Daf Yudzayin 
that Rava says, Bishar that Avram Avinu told the king of Zdoim, what's the Lashon? Imichut v'atzroichnal. So Klal Yisrael was Zoycha, Chut, a string, Tchelas. Sreichnal, because he said, I don't want anything from you, not even a shoelace, we have the mitzvah of tefillin. Says the Emek Halacha, there's a great connection between a shoe and tefillin. The only reason we have tefillin is because of a shoe. And adds the Meshech Chachma, and that's why, even though we are mechuyiv to wear tefillin all day long, and the Vilna Gain says, if he had the strength, he would go out there and make people wear tefillin all day long, just like people wear tefillin all tzitzis all day long. But like we had in the Gemara, Elisha Balkanofayim, we don't have a gufnaki, so we wear it once a day. When? Mamish b'dieved b'dieved, for a few minutes a day, when? Shachris. Because of Romavino is Mesach and Shachris. And the whole reason we have tefillin is because of Vaiter. Meisvei. Question on Rabbi Yochanan. It says Mephush in the Bray, so put on the right shoe first. We have a contradiction between Rabbi and Abraisa. Abraisa is more powerful than Rabbi Yochanan, but Rabbi Yochanan obviously heard this from Tanoim, and therefore you could pick and choose whatever you want. Maybe you never heard about this Braisa. Maybe if you would have heard it, have a other baby, he would have taken it back, retracted his shita. Maybe he did hear about it, but he holds that the Braisa is wrong. This is what we do today. You want to be a Reishamayim? You could do both. How can you do two? How can you put on both shoes simultaneously? You put on your right shoe and you don't tie the, the shoelaces. And then you put on the left shoe and you tie the left shoe. And then you tie the right shoe. What if you, only, what if you don't have shoelaces? What goes on first? It says Tysus, if you have a slip-on shoe, then you put on the right shoe first. Now there's a famous story, I have to say real quick, we're running out of time already. Famous story, there was, and I'll tell you how I heard the story one time. I was at a place, Lewis Colum, who watches the Shir every day, who arranged for, for uh, MDY, a tremendous donation. He asked me, it was like four years ago, do me a favor, can you please go to Modian Elit? His stepfather donated a million dollars to a school there, I need you to represent me. No problems, I represented him. When I got there, I was there for a while, all of a sudden, my future Chavruso, I didn't know then, you did your Kramer, this guy right over here, got up and gave a speech, and this is what he said. That there's a famous story that in the, in the Air Force, there was a Chayal, a soldier, who accepted upon himself one mitzvah, he wasn't showing Torah mitzvahs, he accepted upon himself one mitzvah. What was the mitzvah? He's going to tie, he's going to put on his right shoe first, then his left, and tie the left and the right. And they were going on a mission, and he, he said, Oi, I forgot. So he sat down, and he undid his shoes, and he started over again. And by the time he finished, he missed the helicopter ride, and that helicopter crashed. That is the story. And when Yedidya Kramer said the story, a guy in the audience jumped up and started screaming at him. Hold on. <laughs> Shalom Aleichem, Rabbi Yeshua Aaron Price is here. You got to see this. Here, come, come over here. Come into the screen. This is, this is Yeshua Aaron Price. You guys want to know what Yeshua brought coffee? Yeshkoyach. Stay away. Dalad I have a cup. RBS. Chicago. What is this? Baltimore. Everyone wants deliveries. You have the North. Have oh, the you North. put. You, 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 you did this thing. Yeah, Beautiful. Don't pour it on my charts. Chas Shalom. Wow. You're a tzaddik. We don't need more folders. We don't have a shear. We don't, we're not in the base manager. She's drinking coffee. This guy, Yeshua Aaron Price, is running around the neighborhood giving out coffee to people. Unbelievable. He misses the days in MDY. Thank you, Yeshua. Unbelievable. I have to change the, the code on my door. It keeps on coming in while I'm giving shear. All right. So, so, so the story, so the guy went nuts. This guy went crazy. He says, how dare you say that? What the other chaylim deserve to die? You know, kids. Are, 
That's how I remember the story. I don't know. It's one of these stories that's going around. Either it's true, or it's not true. But I, there was a bad side to the story in that, in that case. Omar Ravashi. Chazinu Rav Kahana Says Ravashi, I saw Rav Kahana myself with my own eyes. Never cared whether he put on the right shoe before the left, the left shoe before the right. Bottom line is, Brona Mishnah If you want to, you be makbed. It's Kedai to be makbed. Put on the right shoe first. You put on the left shoe second. You tie the left shoe. Then you tie the right shoe. In other words, even in the minor things that we do, we're just tying shoes. We have halachas. We could be mekayim mitzvahs. In the, in, in the smallest of the small, we could do mitzvahs. Tanur Rabbanah. Keshu noyel, noyel shal yimin, that's what we learned. You first put on the right shoe. V'achikach noyel shal small, and then you put on the left. Keshu choyletz, wait a minute, we're not done yet. What about when you take off shoes? Which shoe do you take off first? Choyletz shal small, v'achikach choyletz shal yimin. You take off the left shoe and then the right. Keshu roichetz. And when you're in the shower and nobody sees you, we also have halachas. Roichetz yimin. You, you, you wash your right hand first, then the, the left. Right foot, left foot. And when he's oiling himself or shampooing himself, and if you want to do your entire body, first comes the head. These are Allah's Mishnah Ruh, by the way. There's a way how to bathe yourself. You start from the head, you go down, right, left, v'chulo. Now, if you don't do it, you're not going to go to Gehenim. But these are halachas, things that we, we do. Certain, certain things that we do. Says the Gemara, you don't walk out on Shabbos with tefillin. This is machloikas. What happens if you wear tefillin on Shabbos? Yoytim, mitzvah, not mitzvah, ois, not whole sugya, next mesechta. Even if you hold, you should wear, you could wear tefillin on Shabbos. You're not allowed to go out with them. You are going to have to go to the bathroom eventually. In those days, bathrooms were not indoors, they were outdoors. You cannot go into the bathroom with your tefillin, you're going to have to remove your tefillin. You might walk. And some people say it's on the Seifah. In other words, if Safa was on the Seifah. It says in the Seifa that if you did go out on all these things, emulet, all these things, jewelry, you walk out, you're not chayv achadetz because we're discussing the Rabbanans. Omer Av Safro, don't tell me that you're not chayv achadetz, that's only because I hold that you could wear tefillin on Shabbos. And that's why it's not a doyraiso. Even if I hold, never wear tefillin, don't touch your tefillin on Shabbos, muktza, whatever. Nevertheless, you're not chayv achatas. Why? My taima derech malbush avido. Since tefillin is a lavush during the week, it's a lavush. We wear tefillin. We don't put on. We wear tefillin, so it's a lavush. It's a lavush. Yes, you shouldn't wear it on Shabbos, but if you do, you're wearing a lavush. Memele, you're not chayv achatas. now we're going into the suga of kameya. Which, not that complicated, but the Rishonim make it complicated because the, Rashi says one shot, we're not going to get into Taisis at all, but even Rashi himself contradicts himself. And Taisis says that Rashi retracted this, didn't retract that, so it becomes a little bit of a confusion. We try to make it as simple as possible. Here, let's start with this. Basically, Two, three charts here. Two charts. Just to... Here's a guy writing a Kamea. There's two things in a Kamea. Either the person that's writing it is a mumcha, meaning whatever he writes is good to go. You can wear it on Shabbos. He's a professional. He has experience. He's proven that his Kamea is to work. Then there's the actual Kamea. And what's very interesting about the actual Kamea in other words, if this Kamea worked, here, he wrote one Kamea and it helped three times, you see that this guy happens to be the same exact guy. He got Corona three times in a row. They say you might be able to get it th- twice, three times. The same guy three times and the Kamea, you see the Kamea around this, worked every single time. 
then that Kameya is Mumcha. What does that mean? Different than what you think. It means that if I were to write those exact words, and I'm not this guy here, I'm a different dude in New York, and I write the same exact words, it's going to work. Because these words on this Kameya have proven that it heals a guy three times. The Kameya, what's not the physical Kameya, the way it's written is proven. That's a Kameya Mumcha. And then we have the guy that's a Mumcha. If he's proven, how do you prove him? So that's what we have to see exactly. Who? Who? Oh, Yeshua's by you now? I don't see you. Where are you? Got to be restrictions on this guy. Got to be restrict. We got to speak to the MOH about. Listen, but seriously, I'm not kidding you. He works in. I'm not going to mention the place, but it's not. It's not. It's Ramabet, and they are on complete lockdown from the government. One of the only places in Israel that are on complete lockdown because the people there are not careful. And he works in a store there. Be careful of that guy. Nice to see you, Yeah, get out of my house. Nice to see you. Yeah. Shkoyach Yeshua, I love the coffee. I'm not going <coughs> to, can't drink that coffee. It's full of Corona. Says the Gemara, but he's a tzaddik anyway. He, it's the spirit, it's not the coffee. We don't need this coffee. If this guy wrote three Kameas for three different people, three different illnesses, I'm telling you the end of the sugya. It doesn't have to be nine Kameas, three Kameas. But each one has a different disease. You see, this guy has COVID-19. This guy has boredom. This guy has laziness. You see this guy sitting on the couch. He can't even put his hand. He's eating straight directly out of the plate. This guy, it's not that great of a picture, but you get it. He has a big machla. And the guy cured him with, the guy cured him with a emulet, a kamea. Three different diseases. So now this guy is a professional no matter what he writes, he, now he can write commands for heart attacks and strokes and they're going to work. And you're allowed to wear them. You're allowed to wear them on Shabbos. Okay, so that's the end of the sugya. Again, we got a guy that has a kameya mumcha because he did three times even to one person on the same disease. You got a guy that wrote three different types of diseases for three different types of people. The Gemara doesn't know, what if it's three different diseases for one person? We don't know. No answer. Teku. Because it's possible that the person has a special mazel and that's, it helps along the Kamea and it's not so much the person writing the Kamea. There's a Rashi on Omid Beis that says, and there's a lot of Rashis on Omid Beis, we're not going to go through them and they contradict each other and it's a whole mess. But one interesting Rashi says, um, had that comes to explain why any Joe Shmo could write a Kamea and it works. The, it's not totally in his own person, his personality, in his Chachma. He's going from house to house. <laughs> the whole thing. Don't, you can't touch that. You have, to, you, have to de- you have to sanitize that thing. All right, there's no Corona in Israel. That's it. That's the bottom line. They think there's no Corona in Israel. You hear what's going on here? It's not in his mazel, but once he had the chachma, once he told you what words to put in the kameh, we're good to go. Let's see it inside. And not in a kameh. That doesn't, that, that's not a mumcha, because if it is a mumcha kameh, I'm allowed to go out with it on Shabbos. Only a non-mumcha you can't go out, because if it's a mumcha, it's for healing purposes. Mutter. You don't need both. That the Kameya is a Mumcha and the Gavra. And on this Rashi says, and again, to, be, to confuse us, Rashi says that this guy either wrote three Kameyas for three different people. I'm sorry, three different people that had the same disease. I even made a quick... Three different people. You see yellow face, uh, gray face, and white face. But they have the same disease. Don't, don't be confused now. Because we're going to get to the Salat Alacha right after this. That he healed three people from the same disease. So he's a mumcha. And the Kameh is a mumcha. You see he became a mumcha because he did three different people. Even though it's one disease. Or he says another pshat. He made nine Kameyas. 
three different people, three different diseases, three different diseases, but in each disease, he tried it out three, on three different people. So you're going from katsa to katsa. You don't need all that. Even if the man himself is a mumcha, by healing three people with three different diseases. Okay, so that's this guy. And that's what we come out at the end of the sugya. Three different people, three different diseases, that's a mumcha. What about if the kameya is a mumcha? It says, If the kameya itself is a mumcha, of course I could go out with it. The kameya itself is proven. It's a much bigger chiddush to say that the person is proven. He's not a fraud. He, he knows what he's doing. The kanami that I could go with one out of the two. What does hamumcha mean? From the professional. Not the kameya itself is professional. It is, I'm looking downwards because my screen today is not working. The big one, I'm looking at a, I hope that's not a, okay. Hamumcha means the person that wrote it versus mumcha, the kameya itself. Let's go into it. What is considered a professional kameya emulate itself? It, this guy right over here, it healed one person, even one machla, one person, three times. It doesn't matter whether it was written Shem Hashem in it, or I put together a bunch of herbs. That's a Kamea. It works. Go. Is it three for three or three for a hundred? Three for three. Ah, three for three. What do you mean three for three? Three people. Yeah, but let's say you try to cure a hundred people. Oh, no, 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 no. Then of course he's not a mumcha. Then he's a weirdo. Shkayach. No. He tried. Not only that, what you're asking, not only that, the Rishoyim them ask a question later. I don't want to confuse it. There's too much here. But how does he ever get to know that the Kamea is a good Kamea, the Rishoyim them ask? If he's a professional already, he healed three people, then you'll never know if his Kamea is a professional Kamea or not because he's a healer. So any one Kamea that he makes is a professional Kamea. So how do you ever get to a guy writing three Kameas that are professional? Even on number one, he's a professional. So you have to say he goes in reverse. He makes it three Kameas for one disease, and it worked. Then he became a professional. Anyway, I don't want to confuse you guys. But thanks for asking, and I knew somebody's going to wake up here. What if it's one out of two, but the other three people are not sick with the same disease that's not the same disease, but they have different faces on the Kamea, but it's not the... Okay, Shkoyach. We have enough confusion here. Even if the person doesn't have a, a disease that's going to kill him. Oh my gosh, we have six minutes left. Not that he's physically sick. Rashi brings an example. Let's say he has a genetic problem in his family. He says Rashi like epilepsy. And he's, he doesn't have epilepsy. But he's worried to get the epilepsy. You're allowed to put a kameya. Not just he has nervin. But he has a good reason to believe he might get epilepsy. Or some, whatever is genetic. I don't know if epilepsy is genetic. Whatever is genetic. And this amulet I can undo and do in Rishon Zerabim. But I cannot put it on my jewelry, hang it from my bracelet, hang it from my ring. Why? People are going to think I'm wearing jewelry. Now that I wear jewelry. Why are you telling me that it's enough to heal one person three times? One person. Look at this. It's one guy. You see, he's one guy. It's not true. It says in the Bible, you have to heal three people. Okay, there's a difference. If I'm trying to show that the guy is a professional, then I need three different people. If I'm trying to show that the Kamea is a professional, then it has to heal that one machla three times. Anybody in the world could write it from them, that point on. It's not the person, it's the actual Kamea. Therefore, Amarab Papa, here's Allah Chalamais. Pshitali. Tlas Kamea, Litlas Gavri. If you have three 
Kameas for three different people and three different diseases, three times is Smachi Gavris, Smachi Kameya. Then, of course, this guy's a professional, the Kameya's professional, then there's no question. Uh, if he did it only once for three people, Gavri Smacha Kameya Right? This Kamea that helps COVID-19 only worked one time in its life. The next one is for boredom, that also only worked once. So you don't have, in any of these cases, you don't have a Kamea that proved itself three times. What do you have? You have a professional that healed three people. He's a professional, the Kamea is not a professional. And finally, the question that we had before. What if it's three people, uh, three of the same guy? It's the same guy three times, but three different diseases, COVID, boredom, and laziness, to the same guy, and he healed the same guy. What you could say is that perhaps it's the person being healed that healed himself. He has a special mazel. It's not this guy. He's not a professional. He just got lucky with a guy that has good genes that, that take on a kameh. By the way, real quickly, because there's a beautiful story about the Taz. And I know there's only one minute left, but you have to say it. It's a famous story. They asked the Taz to write a Kamea, and he says, I don't do it. They begged him, they said, this woman is dying. So he wrote a Kamea, and the woman was healed. They took the Kamea, and they used it for many years. They kept on healing the same disease over and over. Until one Chacham Batata decided he's going to open up the Kamea. And he opened up the Kamea, and what did he find? It, the Taz says, Rabbani Shalaylam, in the schos of my amelos ha in the sugya of tipas chol of bigdera, please heal this woman. It wasn't Hashem Hashem and psukim. It was in my schos. And of course, from that moment on, the story goes: the kamei never worked again. So I think I'm just saying sometimes kameis are not what you think. What if? He made, one, he made three different Kameyas, but for one human being. Kameya Vadi Ismachi. He never proved any one of those three Kameyas because they're three different diseases. Gavri Ismachi, but he proved that he's a good healer. Oilay Ismachi, but he didn't prove it. Mi Amrinan Look, the fact is in the pudding, he healed this guy three times. Or perhaps it's the guy being healed. Take Rashi asked a beautiful question. We saw before that one guy healed three times by one Kamea. That is a good Raya. Ayn Sham. A Kamea has Hashem's name in it. It has Psukim. Does it have Gdusha? What's the Nafkamino? Let's say there's a big fire like we had in the Mary Yeshiva in Brooklyn. Are you allowed to take the Kamea and bring it into a movie that doesn't have an Eruv? Toshma, you're not allowed to. Interesting halacha. Habrachas vakimayim. Rashi says, for instance, the Brikishmana Esrei of Rosh Hashanah that have a lot of psukim, a lot of shem hashems, bekitzer, the machzer. You allowed to save it? No. A lot of psukim. You cannot save it. You let it burn. Okay, so that's not the question. What is the question? Do you have to be going? Is it like the guy in Barra Park? Got a big U-Haul truck, put up a big sign, Gniza, $5 a bag, filled up his whole truck, took the whole truck, threw it in the garbage. Remember that story? Yeah. So Gniza, a real Gniza, do you have to, do you have to put it in the ground? What if you put Hashem's name on your bed, on the bedpost, Yogoid, cut the bedpost off, vegan in Zeno, and you have to hide it, bury it. So the question is, Am I permitted to go into the bathroom with the amulet? Do they have special gdusha and therefore I cannot go in? Or perhaps, no gdusha. It says in our mission that you cannot walk outside of Rabbim if the kameya is not a professional one. And we were medayi, but if it's a professional one, you could go out. Why? Because it's a healing item. 
Wait a minute. How am I allowed to go into Rishas Rabim? What if I need to go to the bathroom while I'm walking around and I have to remove my Kameya? No Raya, because perhaps we're talking about the second type of amulet, not the one you write, but the one you put different grasses together, different herbs together. No, we learned Mephorish before. There's no difference between the two. They're all in the same category. We're talking about writing written ones also. Perhaps the Pshara is His life is in danger. He's on a ventilator. So of course he could carry this, this uh, Kamea into the bathroom or, and even go into the bathroom with it. No, that's not a good riot because perhaps you're talking about a masi, But perhaps since it's curing him, it doesn't matter. Even if he takes it off, at the end of the day, it's still curing him. As long as it's on him, it's curing him. Anyway, it says, No riot. Because you're now out of holding in your hand. Even if you're a chayosh never holding your hand, just leave it. At the end of the day, we don't have a raya. You want to bring a raya that is we're talking about ksav, we're talking about all the, the, the hardest things that, that might be a raya. But at the end of the day, we're talking about that it's covered in leather. It's tightly covered, tightly covered is allowed. Not that you put it in a box and cover it. Like the amulets, you know, like those guys wear amulets, tight cover, let it go into the bathroom with it. Oh, so bottom line is, that if a person is a chayla sheyesh sakana, he could go into the bathroom without it being covered. If he's a chayla sheyesh sakana, he could go into the bathroom with it being covered. We don't have a raya if this amulet is gdusha, not gdusha. But how can we go, how come we have to take off our tefillin before we go into the bathroom? It's covered with leather. Why is it different than an amulet? You have to take off your tefillin. Hazim shum shin. The shin has gdusha. There's a special alchemish mishinai. You have to have a shin. The, the word chakai, the name of Akash Baruch shin on the tefillin shiroish. By the way, Taisus holds, and it's not so much maybe not lalacha, but Taisus points out that removing tefillin, we're talking about the tefillin shiroish. Tefillin shayad, you can go to the bathroom with your tefillin shayad on holds Taisus and other shayad. Brought down lalacha not to. The shin of the Tfilm Shurosh. The Dalit in the back of the Ritzu, remember I, I said I don't understand how come people have, not a Dalit, they have like a square, and then somebody wrote me that the Mishnabura made a mistake when he wrote that you should do a Dalit, he, he, he quoted somebody, but he misquoted him, and anyway, a, a square is actually two Dalits, backside forwards, but okay, so you have shin, Dalit, and the Yud, on, on the Yad, by the Kesher, spells Hashem's name, and those are all Sinai. that is all Gdusha, so I can't go into the bathroom with a shin on my tefillin. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. And now we're going to leave it on for the YouTubers. Go ahead, Noam. everybody. We'll leave it on for a few more minutes on uh, on Zoom. On, I'm sorry, on YouTube. YouTube could see the Zoomers on my little screen here. The big screen is off today.
Rabsimcha from London, have a great day. Fischl Gross from Baltimore. And Moisha, what else do we have? Oh, Yoel Bergman, where are you? Let me show. Where's your Where's your cup? People want to see your cup. Where's Yoel? Oh, here he is. Yoel, show your cup. Where's your cup? Okay, I'm waiting patiently. Where's Michael Cohen? Yo, I don't see it. Put it nicely. Here it is. Here's his. I don't see the emblem. Put the emblem on. Yo, you're excited? You got a good cup? Yeah. All right, beautiful, beautiful. Yo, it's a big time with Chachem. David Feinberg and his child. Lauren Spiegelman, where is he? Spiegelman. Ellie Dykeman from Brooklyn, Gishkoyach. Hundred days away. Lauren, I can hear your son. What is he saying? He's saying hello to Yoel Bergman something. Is Yosef Erman, Chaim Kornbluth, Josh Schreiber, who says hello to his father every day on Zoom. Where's his father? Oh, here he is, Joe Schreiber. Joe Schreiber and Josh Schreiber related very much. Fischl, Fischl, you have uh, you have your side tomorrow, right? Wizard Fischl. He disappeared from my screen. Oh, here he is. Fischl Gross. You have your side. I didn't forget. Don't worry about it. Whoa, 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 hello. You're asking questions? Uh, hold the questions for later. Hold on a second. But it's good to see you, hello. I'm happy you're on. Ah, Moshe Kenning is on. You know who Moshe Kenning is? Moshe Kenning is Mayor Kenning's son. Givaldic. Yeah. He's probably up the whole night, that's why. What was he? Is he on typically? I don't really see. I, yeah, I saw him yesterday. I think. Yeah, you're right. I saw him. All right. Why is that? Oh, <laughs> that's my wife's. There's nothing on it. Because I don't have I don't have a phone. My phone is broken. I'm using my wife's phone. Remember? Very funny. Yes. I'm gonna shut off this YouTube. I think people are bored already.